Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by KPMG. At KPMG, innovation is the go-to state of mind. Their visionary thinkers and advanced technology help you see beyond the now, uncover new insights, and turn them into opportunities. KPMG can help you leverage the value of data and drive transformational outcomes through innovation. To explore their thinking, go to kpmg.us. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. Ladies, Bumble is in your corner. They remain dedicated and committed to supporting women, providing a safer space to build kind and meaningful connections. And the way they see it, every day is International Women's Day. So this year, to show their ongoing support, Bumble is investing in the next generation of women making moves for a better tomorrow. Make your move and join Bumble in supporting women. Visit bumble.com slash IWD. Welcome to uh, the King of the Will. King of the Will. King of the Bill. Foreshadowing. Yeah. Uh, a King of the Hill rewatch podcast. I am Mike. And I'm Rusty. And Rusty, we have reached uh, the end of season one. Yep, we have finally uh, climbed and crawled our way through the very mm-hmm. first season of King mm-hmm. of the Hill. Covered Nance. Yeah, covered in ants. Uh, we smoked a bit. Smoked some cigarettes. Yep. Uh, we uh, we we learned the meaning of we matanye. Uh, we lost shins. Yeah, we did. We lost our shins. We killed fitty men. Fitty. Fitty. That's right, man. All right, so we are at uh, season one, episode twelve, plastic white female, which I think is a tongue in cheek reference to single white female. I which believe. Was a yep. Number one hit at the time. That was a big one. That's uh, what's her name? Martina McBride, maybe. I don't know. Martina one McBride. One of the Martina McBride, Trisha, Year, <laughs> Trisha Yearwood. I mean, one of the female country. Oh artists no, wait! Time. You're thinking about the song. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about the movie with Bridget Fonda. Oh okay. Single I was white thinking female. about the song "Single White Female." Is there a song? Uh, I don't know if it's called "Single White Female," but it goes. Uh, Single white female, something like that. I don't know. I think that's what it's called. Maybe <laughs> this is my favorite opening ever. Uh, all right. So this one starts before the credits. Uh, and yeah, it there was, sorry, sorry. It was Shelly Wright was the name of the Shelley woman. Shelly Wright. Yeah. Single white female. Was Single the name of the song. white female. 
Yeah. All right. Uh, it starts before the credits. We got Bobby and Joseph up on the overpass, and they're having a conversation. Like, uh, what? How old would you say they are? Uh, I don't know. I think they're preteens. Yeah. Because what they reference, uh, he's 11, almost a teenager. 11, 12, something probably like eleven. That, probably. I imagine yeah. they're right at eleven. Yeah. So this is this is a time in a boy's life when uh, uh, he's still a very little boy, but he's also turning into a teenager, and so they're having these conversations on overpasses and these these conversations are uh fairly serious for for their life but at the same time they're hawking loogies onto cars below yeah yeah they're just hawking them up which is uh you know at least they're not throwing rocks that's true that's true rocks, when, batteries. when i first turned this episode on i was like man it's about to get iffy yeah, I, you no know, kidding. it's been a while since I'd watched this. So I didn't, I don't remember what they were doing. Yeah. And then, and then you see him lean back, go, uh huh, yeah, hawk it up. So yeah, yeah. So uh, Joseph tells Bobby that uh, he's going to have a party. Yep. And uh, this party's going to be different because it's going to be a boy girl party. Yeah, a boy girl party. Yeah, it is a uh, it's a huge difference for Bobby, and you can see him just gulp. You know, because he is, uh, that's that's not what Bobby's thinking. Yeah, no, not at all. Bobby's still thinking, um, what was it, his friends, action figures, and, and <laughs> playing yeah, with the Queen Anne there. and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, and uh, Celery Head. Uh, Bobby's still in that world. He hasn't really graduated to the, to the boy-girl party world. Uh, so we get to the credits. Uh, no yell, no bell uh, on this one. Just uh, straight-up credits. And then we uh, we start in uh, Luann's um, hairdress school. What do you, we cosmetology? Cosmetology school. school. Miss Alma Campbell. She, they, there was a, a funny joke uh, that said in 1983, disaster struck Miss <laughs> Alma Campbell when she got her hair chemically relaxed. Chemically at the relaxed. Casa Linda Salon. Yeah, in Las Cruces. And she's asking what the what was the issue, Miss Platter? Miss Platter being Luann. Uh, she has no idea what the answer is. Not at all. Uh, she says, uh, didn't look good. No, Miss Johnson, enlighten us, please. So um, the kind of the, the class kiss-up, I would assume. Yeah. Miss Johnson. Well, I don't even know if you have to be a class kiss-up to get anything right over Luann. Well, that's true, too. Yeah. yeah. So she just might <laughs> might have studied a little bit harder than Luann. But I did feel like this this girl, uh, Miss Johnson, has a little bit of an attitude about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, you know? for sure. Anyway, she, she talks about One of those as-if attitudes, like, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, you yeah, really, yeah. oh, as-if. Sure. Yeah. Uh, she talks about how the stylist uh, failed to detect the subject's habitual overuse of henna, which prevents penetration of chemical relations. Relaxants like sodium hydroxide and, anno- and ammonium thio I don't know. Thioglocate. There we go. Yeah, sure. Thioglocate. God bless you. Glocolate. Uh, and so uh, the teacher is very happy about that one. Bravo. Uh, you know, maybe think about some of this stuff uh, when you study for the exam. Miss Platter. Yeah. Calls says, her out uh, right there. Yeah, she did call her out. And it's funny, though, because she says, uh, right before she said that, she said the most difficult cut in beauty school is the cut that <laughs> separates first-year students from second-year students. Second year. How many years you got to go? The cosmetology, <laughs> the cosmetology I don't school. Know. I'm just know. saying. All right, and uh, now we're back at the Hill household, and Bobby's trying to help Luann study for her big upcoming uh, test. And he starts, of course, with uh, a math problem because no, it's a manicure. Well, question. <laughs> he does. <laughs> it's posited as a math question, but she goes, "Not another manicure question." A manicure is with a seven-inch file on a train heading east at eighty miles per hour. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Luann is confused because she doesn't know why she has to learn all this stuff. Beauty is an art. Yeah, you can't teach art. 
No, it's not something you can study in school like gym or study hall. Study hall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> here and then we get a we get a joke from from Hank here that it's a pretty good one too, I think. See, I'm not a big fan of it. You're not a big fan of it? I, I thought, thought it was, was kind of... Uh, well, when he was saying bills, 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 yeah. I was like, oh, damn, well, yeah, everybody yeah. gets bills. And then he goes, well, why do I have all the bills mail? <laughs> so, but that's a cheap joke. It, it is a cheap joke, and it just goes by so quickly. Yeah. Uh, all right, so uh, <laughs> that just introduces Hank into the room and uh, gives Luann a chance to ask Uncle Hank if he wants to give him a whole new look. Uh, he doesn't want to do that. You don't mess with success. Don't mess with success. Yeah. That's right. Uh, but she needs a ton of trap. Uh, uh, she needs a ton of practice uh, because she has to get to her final, and um, she she kind of begs and pleads with Hank. Hank finally gives in. He says, "Well, it's been almost a week since my last haircut. Yeah, what the heck? I could use a trim. <laughs> That's right. So uh, she says, "I'll be right with you." And then she pulls the that weird thing that they put on the ladies' heads whenever they get the highlights, uh, you know, where they pull the strands through and then highlight Oh, them. one of those caps. Yeah. yeah, it's like a... She's got that on yeah, Connie. It's like a highlight cap or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. She's got that on Connie, and she pulls it off, and she goes, I can't see any highlights. Yes, you can. You love them. You yeah. <laughs> she's just, like, trying to get her out of there. Yeah, you love them. Uh, and then uh, Hank wanders into the kitchen to see what Peggy's doing. Hey, good looking. What's cooking? Oh, and he freaks out a little bit because Peggy turns hair. around and she looks like a troll doll. Yeah, she looks like a troll doll. Her hair is sticking straight up. And then she's like, well, I don't like it either, but I'm trying to be supportive of Luann's education, and That's I right. expect you to do the same. That's right. Uh, it's time for Hank to uh, to go into Luann's chair because she's got one chair, no waiting. And now Hank has changed his mind. Yeah, no way, Peggy. And Mm-mm. it's funny here how uh, he talks about his hair. You wouldn't think Hank would talk about his hair this no. way, but he's like, my hair is our livelihood. The advantages <laughs> of propane don't always sell themselves. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and then, um, so she is ready to go, and he is. he tells her that he's just going to let his hair grow which I cannot see on on Hank having long hair at all. No, not at all. Uh, and she says, well, if you does, he, how about making it a different color? No, men don't do that. Men don't do that. That's sure that, they that's do. That's back to that toxic masculinity. No, men don't dye their hair. Right. Uh, but she does bring up the fact that Ronald Reagan did. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then he goes, well, if, Ron, if Ronald Reagan dyed his hair, and I'm not saying he did, it was because he wanted to show his strength to the communists. That's right. That's which right. is kind of funny he says yeah. that because uh, when Ronald Reagan was an actor in Hollywood – uh-huh. He was, uh, he was in like, wasn't, you know, it was all the communism around that time in, uh-huh. the, in the 50s when he was yeah. in acting. So he was a part of that Red Scare in Hollywood. Oh, and sure. He was one of those people that had to, you know, that was kind of not vilified, but well, everybody in Hollywood had to say, oh, I'm not a communist. And yeah. A, well, he was, making, he was making movies with monkeys at that time. So, yeah. Um, so uh, Bobby is bringing up the fact that Joseph is having this party. Uh, it's a boy girl party with girls. Which, yeah, you're going to need some chaperones, especially if my Bobby's there. <laughs> That's right. He's worried about being a slut. Yeah, because we're, we're back outside now with all the guys. Um, yeah. Uh, and uh, they're talking about uh, about this big upcoming party and how Bobby's, Bobby's going to be a ladies' man. Uh, and then... Um, <laughs> Dale is talking about, well, there's not going to be any hanky-panky at my house. Oh, and then John Redcorn's pulling the, up and picking Nancy up back, right away. Yeah. yeah, John Redcorn and Nancy. There's a couple of those little scenes, yeah. yeah. Uh, he says something about Joseph uh, getting ready to be a real lady killer, too. Probably takes after his old oh, man. Oh, man. And, then and that's the, when Redcorn and squeals off, <laughs> yes, peels out. That's right. That's right. 
Um, so uh, we get Hank coming back inside. Bobby's sitting at the table, yep. and uh, he's like, "Hey, Bobby, they find a cure for those cooties." He's, I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't know what cooties are. I like Bobby's deadpan when Bobby like yeah. it's really good yeah. when he he they come in they ask mm-hmm. him a question and he's like oh, I don't know yeah and then he goes well what are cooties he says well when I was a boy that was what we called the germs you got from girls and he goes you mean like chlamydia <laughs> <laughs> and then chlamydia. Peggy hears him she's like what the hell are y'all in there what talking are you two about talking yeah. about yeah 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 uh, and and Peggy obviously doesn't want Bobby to grow up. She, no, no, uh, no. she's like, boy, you know, I can't believe it's already here. Yeah, you want a juice um, box? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's like, yeah, you want a juice box? Uh, Hank is 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 really trying to get Bobby to to kick it into gear here and start noticing girls and stuff. Talks about how uh, why wouldn't you want to go to a party? You know, and then Luann has to put her two cents in. She says parties are fun. Everybody dresses up. You, you get touch to touch dance. dance, whatever touch. I mean, uh, yeah. can you? Well, I, there was such an odd description for dancing with somebody touch dance, like touch dance. It makes it seem more. It seems creepier, w- weird than dancing. Yeah. Actually, yeah, is. a touch dance. Like uh, you know, like uh, you call up your you call up your girlfriend, like, hey, hun, let's <laughs> let's go to the old dance hall and do some touch dancing. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I, I guess the the alternative to that is just standing on either side of the room from each other. What's that wall dancing? Swaying back and forth. Swaying, yeah. yeah, wall yeah. dancing. Uh, I know Bob, about that. Bobby's a little worried about the touch dancing because he doesn't want to get felt up. Yeah, what if I get felt up? <laughs> yeah, Luann then says, oh, well, all you need is practice. You just need some practice. <laughs> yeah, and Hank says, you know, you, you got to practice because you think Jeff Foxworthy just woke up one day and took some funny pills? Yeah. Jeff well, Foxworthy. I don't know. I, I have a hard time finding him funny as an adult. He was a lot funnier when I was uh, like, like a teenager. Yeah, the yeah. blue-collar comedy stuff. It was a lot funnier as a teenager, and it was only funny because it was topical, and I knew people that he was talking about, and that was it. And it was only funny for a li- how many, you know, how many of those jokes can you tell? I don't tell? know, man, but but you, you got to hand it to those three guys. Oh, absolutely. They conquered the, the world the for, for a The funniest one out of all of them, though, to me, is Ron White. And oh, he sure. still stands the test yeah. of time. I could but still he, watch Ron White. He wasn't, was he even really part of the original thing? Yeah, he was on stage with them. It was, was it, it was, it was. Because uh, it was Larry the Cable Guy. Bill Ingvall. Bill Ingvall and Jeff, Jeff Foxworthy. And then every once in a while, him, it would he be was there him. On the actual Blue Comet Comedy Tour yeah. movie that was released, they're he all was on there. They're oh, all four on there. Okay. So Peggy's wanting to keep him a, a baby. Uh, Luann uh, wants him to go touch some people, uh, and, and yeah. Hank is telling him that uh, you got to you got to practice because look at Jeff Foxworthy. All right, and then we cut back to uh, Luann being at school again, uh, and I, I love these these like where we these hard cuts where we come into a conversation that's already happening. Oh, and like it, they're just wrapping up the conversation yeah. as we jump in. Yeah. And it, so the wrap up to this conversation is the teacher and she goes, and that's why blondes don't necessarily have more fun. All right. Class. Guess, yeah. <laughs> All right. Class. <laughs> like yeah, cut, hard really, cut off. <laughs> yeah. It's really fantastic. Uh, and so uh, we uh, we're back in school with, uh, with Luann and uh, they just want to uh, take a couple of uh, minutes to talk about the upcoming final. Uh, she asked Mr. Hernandez to come in and hand out their heads. Uh, everybody is getting a uh, styrofoam head to Plastic practice white on. female. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she wants them to uh, demonstrate a year's worth of theory on that practice head. A year's worth of theory. Think about that. That's All they've been doing is talking about heads for and a hair. Year. That's right. That's, That's a lot right. of theory for... I mean, how much theory is there behind hair cutting? Yeah. I wonder where the science was documented for this. Like, who did the experimentations? <laughs> and 
who wrote yeah. down all the the data for this. Yeah. Uh, so she tells her that, uh, uh, you know, in beauty skill school, as in life, you only get one head. That's it. And, uh, she says she needs to use both of them to pass the exam. You know, she, she is doing a big deal of, of, of making Luann a spectacle in this class. Oh, absolutely. Well, I think it's because, uh, Luann is obviously not extremely bright when it comes to memorizing the facts and sure. figures. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And she can't cut hair either. So, you know, I never understood why they never used Frankie Avalon in any of this uh, beauty school dropout. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> probably cost a fortune. Probably. Because it, after Greece, you know. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, so now we're, uh, we're back at the school, uh, and uh, Bobby is talking to uh, men. And uh, they're talking about Joseph's party. He asked her if she's going. She said, no. Oh, sorry, Con. Yeah, I'm sorry. I said men, didn't I? Yeah, her mother. <laughs> yeah, men. That'd talking be to mom. men, that would be weird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, Go for it, Bobby. He, he's asking about uh, the party. And uh, Con says, no, my dad won't let me be around boys until after I'm married. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which, which is which a pretty, is pretty funny, funny line, honestly. Yeah. Uh, and so... Uh, Bobby makes up something about Joseph having a, a birthday party in nine weeks and says, I don't want to party myself out. Yeah, I don't want to get partied out. Then we're back in the Hill House, and uh, Hank is Hank's really excited for Bobby to go to this Touching Girls tour. Yeah, he brings out bolo ties for him. <laughs> Which one do you want to wear, son? The cow skull or the bull's head? There cannot yeah. be a difference. There There's just can't not. be a difference. There's yeah. not. Uh, he says, I'm not going. It's just a dumb party, a uh, dumb party with girls. He says, I don't like girls. And then that uh, that's kind of the end of the line for Hank there. He yeah, says, Peg, Peggy, close, close the screen door. Close the screen door. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Peggy is a little little riled up about it because she sees Hank getting, you know, a little a little, a little weird about it. Yeah, I feel is. like it's kind of weird. Like, I remember, you know, discovering girls at one point in my life. And I don't remember my dad ever just like, you're going to go to this party with girls. You got to go to this party with girls. Yeah, it was that's that's really odd. Yeah, he's really worked up about it, and I think it's because Bobby does get babied a lot. He know? does. Well, he's a little different for sure, and he does get babied a lot. But and so Peggy drags Hank into the kitchen, and he goes, "This better be about dinner." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, okay, not sure why you'd have to have a, a, a conversation a about two way conversation yeah. about dinner. But she accuses Hank of uh, just wanting to drive him out to Hollywood and put him on the dating game. The dating game. He says he's almost a teenager. It's not normal not to be curious. She says perfectly. She she calls him a late bloomer. And then he Hank goes, "Well, how could you say like something that. like that about your own son?" That's right. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> Hank finally takes off after telling her the way you baby him, he's never going to be, you know, curious about girls or anything. And she, uh, she looks immediately at Bob and says, do you know anyone who'd like a hot fudge Sunday? <laughs> yeah, and that's funny, though, because this is the time where Luann walks in with this plastic head and the music kind of goes a little swanky. Like when Bobby sees this plastic head, you know, the little, little jazz. My, my favorite part here, though, before you get to the swanky music on uh -huh. the head, is when Luann walks in and Peggy tries to grab her head and she goes, Don't touch it! I mean, she Oh, yeah, she screams, screams at her. Yeah, she yeah, yeah. She freaks yeah. out. <laughs> Don't touch it. Yeah. I can't let anything happen to my happen to it before the final exam. It's my chance to show everyone that it doesn't matter if I was paying attention or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, 
Yeah, you get a little bit of that swanky music. Bobby spots the head. Mm-hmm. Uh, and next thing we know, um, Peggy is going to take Bobby to Sears because they got a sale on some jockey shorts. Jockey shorts. Uh, Bobby is is in the other room playing with his Game Boy, but it says game over the whole time. So yeah. he is just trying to pretend like he's keeping busy and not staring at that head. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bobby has fallen in love with the mannequin's head. At the this single point. plastic white female. Single plastic white female, yeah. Uh, and so uh, uh, Bobby devises this, this very... Uh, Funny. Specific plan to yeah. to stay home with the head by himself because there's an after school special on Jesus. That's right. Well, you yeah. can't miss that. Hate you can't miss, miss that. an after school <laughs> special on Jesus. That's right. Uh, and so Bobby um, sets the head up on the coffee table, and it's like he's taking it out for a date. Yeah, he starts chatting. Uh, well, he has to apologize to it because they I'm don't sorry. have diet coke. Yeah, we don't have. You know, we're out of diet. We're out of diet. You look yeah. really special tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you want to dance? Hello, sweetheart. Yeah. So um, it, <laughs> things are about to get weird with Bobby in the head. Yeah, and then it cuts now to the alley, and yeah. it's, this is a funny, now funny alley guys. scene. So. Uh, Hank, you know, hey, Dale, Bill, Boomhauer. And then Dale goes, don't you, Dale, Bill, Boomhauer, as you said, noon, it's 12.15. <laughs> and this is where he starts talking about his hair rustling on his pillow, keeping him up all night. I mean, I have hair, I have middle of my back length hair, and I've never, I don't know. Well, <laughs> hair keeping you awake from rustling on a yeah, pillow has got a funny idea it, to me. He doesn't even have that much of it. That's <laughs> no, thing, it's not. You know? it, it barely, you see a little, stra- like, I think the animators put, like, a little straggles in there that you could kind of see. It, but can't be, it can't be more than, like, even like, enough a, to see. like a 16th of an inch. Yeah, and then she comes out and she she says, "Come on, let me trim it." Uh, Luann does, and he's like, "Well, no, I love my long, long hair. <laughs> Why don't you practice on your practice head?" Uh, but uh, she says she only gets one chance to cut that hair. Mm-hmm. And uh, then Bill has a great idea. He said they got a whole busload of new recruits coming in on the base, and she could practice on them. And so she gets she gets super excited about that. Uh, and Bill is like. Uh, yeah, you know, I feel sorry for that kid. I remember when I was starting out as a young barber, I felt so alone. Nobody, Nobody cares, kid. Bill. <laughs> yeah, Dale. That was good. That's one of my favorite lines, too, yeah, just from this show. Nobody it's cares, just, Bill. Particularly this episode, that's one of my favorite lines from this episode. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, we see Luann on the base with Bill, and yep. she is cutting people's hair. And he, he compliments her and how, how great uh, a job she did. And then, of course, goes over with the clippers and just starts shaving the guy's yeah, head. Yeah, which is cool. That I thought that was a cool cool thing from Bill to let her come and shape all these guys' hair. Bill's ultimately a really good guy. He is. He's just confused and stupid. That's all That's there is all to it, is. it, you know? I don't think he's as dumb as he lets on to be either. I think he's... Uh, Ruined by emotional damage. I think that's all it is. He definitely has some emotional damage. Bill Bill just doesn't want to be alone. No, that's it. Uh, And so now we're back at the Hill House, uh, and Bobby comes in in his little little suit. Yeah, he's dapper as hell. And and Hank says he looks as good as a weatherman. Yeah, you look like a weatherman. (laughs) Bobby Bobby says, I'm just going to have some fruit and a glass of skim milk because he's trying to slim down for Joseph's party. So this is how they find out that Bobby is going to go to the party. Uh, and then uh, Luann <laughs> accuses him of having a girlfriend. And so yeah. this starts the whole thing, you know, about uh, being embarrassed, not being embarrassed. And then 
Uh, Hank compliments Bobby. Yeah, my favorite line. He said, there's nothing to be embarrassed about, son. Hell, I'm proud of you. Well, hell, I'm proud of you too, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, The funny part about that is the timing. There's, it was literally the second Hank said you, the yeah. the second he got that yeah. last syllable out for you, it was like, boom, hell, oh, I'm, hell proud, I'm of you, proud of you too, too Dad. Dad. <laughs> it's funny because this episode has two what you would call curse words, I guess, especially for Hank. Oh yeah. Uh, there's there's letting Bobby say, "Hell, I'm proud of you too, Dad." And then there's one coming up, uh, and so yeah. uh, they talk about how uh, the uh, the that Bobby is just perfectly normal at this point, you know. And and I think Hang is Hank Hang. I think Hang. Hank <laughs> Hank is kind of placated now, you know, and he feels like Bobby's kind of coming into his own. From the host of the popular podcast, The Only One in the Room, Stash by Laura Cathcart Robbins is a propulsive and vivid memoir about the journey to sobriety and self-love amidst addiction, privilege, racism, and self-sabotage. Best-selling author Holly Whitaker calls it an irresistibly delicious story. And MacArthur Foundation fellow and best-selling author Kiese Lehman says Stash is emotionally riveting. Buy Stash by Laura Cathcart Robbins now wherever books are sold. Looking to start a business? You'll need a registered agent to receive legal notices and documents on your behalf. Look no further than Universal Registered Agents. Our team of professionals will ensure you never miss an important document, and we can even help you form your business with services like entity formation and document filing. Plus, we'll help you switch to our service for a lower cost and pay the change fees. Trust Universal Registered Agents to help your business succeed. Contact us today to learn more. As if the McCrispy couldn't get any better, Bacon and Ranch just entered the chat. The Bacon Ranch McCrispy, available at participating McDonald's for a limited time. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. Ladies, Bumble is in your corner. They remain dedicated and committed to supporting women, providing a safer space to build kind and meaningful connections. And the way they see it, every day is International Women's Day. So this year, to show their ongoing support, Bumble is investing in the next generation of women making moves for a better tomorrow. Make your move and join Bumble in supporting women. Visit bumble.com slash IWD. Then we get back to um, the school with yeah, Bobby and Joseph, and Bobby all of a sudden has taken on this attitude of like the lady killer. Oh, yeah, he's slick. Yeah, he's a, hey, Courtney, how you doing, Ashley? Looking good, Maria. Catch, Catch you later, Bonnie. Bonnie. That's right. Yeah. Yo, Sharice, you stone cold fox. What up? And yeah. it's the funny thing about that line is, is uh, the Deedle D production stinger yeah. at the end. Yeah. This is the first episode where they where have a line Cole. at the yeah. end, and that's yeah. the line is that you stole Cole Fox. Stole Cole Fox. <laughs> that's the, the line they use for the stinger quote. Yeah, and so Joseph tells him how, how he's going to be the most popular guy at his party, and uh, he hopes his lips don't fall, fall off. From what? From kissing. Yeah. Uh, he says they're going to play spin the bottle. Um, you know, And then Bobby starts tensing up just a little bit. Um he doesn't, uh, he, he's starting to get a little worried. And like, you know, all kids at that age, they're looking forward to growing up, but they don't want to grow up at the same time. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's scary as hell. Yeah, it is. So I never wanted to grow up. I understood the myth of aging. Yeah. There was no fun in it. And then comes the, the reveal 
Uh, Bobby is inside, and Ooh. he is uh, he's kissing on the head. That's right. Now he's he's practicing kissing on the head. And uh, in comes Peggy looking for Bobby. She's been at the grocery store. She's got her arms full of groceries, and she's, uh, hey, Bobby, honey, I could use some help with the, with the groceries. She opens Bobby's door, and there he is. Well, that's the thing is, I don't understand why everybody's so outraged about him kissing this plastic head when they just push the the importance of practice. Sure. And Bobby's thinking in his head, what, what I assume that, that they were thinking when they wrote this part is, uh, Bobby has been told he needs to practice, practice, practice. Well, what better to practice on a plastic, you know, before you go practice with the real thing, yeah. you practice with a plastic head kind yeah, of thing. So absolutely. I don't think that his... Uh, his thinking is wrong here. I feel like they're they're wrong for how they act to, towards him about well, it. It's kind of weird, but like it is you've weird. Pushed in this eleven year old's head that sure. he needs to practice before he goes sure. and actually kisses a real girl. So, but it is a styrofoam head. It is a styrofoam. And so you head. do. Yeah, his mom's gonna freak out a little bit. Yeah. So we go back to Hank and Peggy, kind of having an argument about this thing. Uh, Hank says, uh, she says, Hank, he was kissing it. And he said, no, maybe he just fell on it. <laughs> well, I think that's a, that's what uh, th- th- I'm going to ask for all the, the people who listen to us. You should, I want everybody to go ask their mother how they would have reacted if they would have been caught kissing. Yeah, no kidding. Head. Or tell me if you've got kids, how you would react. Yeah, tell yeah. me how you would react to that. Yeah. I'd be interested. So, uh, yeah, Peggy is really worried about, uh, just seeing that in her head the rest of her life. Um, and, and I can understand that i guess i mean there's some stuff that uh walked in on my kids doing that uh i was like uh, i don't want to think about that anymore yeah uh and so anyway they go back and forth um <laughs> peggy accuses uh uh accuses hank of sending bobby to uh that uh that summer camp with no, no toilet no doors. doors on the toilets yep. <laughs> yeah uh, and Hank accuses Peggy of uh, parking him in front of the TV and letting him watch uh, those frogs kissing the pigs. They the got Muppets. the Muppets. That's yeah, right. they got frogs <laughs> kissing pigs. What do they think was going to happen? <laughs> so uh, she, uh, Peggy's bright idea is they're going to move to Berlin. Yeah, they'll move to Berlin. <laughs> what? Bobby will be what? accepted there. I read somewhere that they have a very tolerant people. Their culture admires all kinds of freaks. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Which it is known for being a pretty liberal town. Well, sure, sure. I'm assuming. Red that, light district and all that still. Well, yeah, but that's your first reaction is you're going to move, move to, Berlin. to Berlin. Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> so Hank has decided, no, I'm going to cut those apron strings. I'm going to set him down and set him straight. Uh, and so... Uh, he starts heading down towards Bobby's room. Uh, he and Peggy are both at the door, and he's like, son, it's me and your mother, and we're knocking on your door. <laughs> like, yeah, that's this, us knocking, your mother this, and me. There's yeah. this huge pause before they even open the door. You we're know, coming on so in. Yeah, we're coming on in. Yeah, ask him if he wants to go on a, on a car ride. The funniest thing about them opening the door, though, is that Hank opens the door and Peggy is facing the other way when he opens the door. She's not even looking. She doesn't want to get caught yeah, seeing absolutely. something else again. And I think the explanation or Bobby gives whenever they're, you know, go for a car ride or whatever, and his dad's telling him he's open-minded as the next guy. <laughs> Most states want you to let you marry a plastic head. And it goes back to what I was saying just a second ago about practice. They yeah. put in his head so yeah. much that he needs to practice this sure. whatever it is. So that's where he's like, I don't want to marry it. Like, he was like, like Most looking states, at his dad like, what the hell, you know, like, I don't want to marry the damn thing. I just, I just try that. to practice my first kiss so I don't look like an idiot. I love that line, though. Most states won't let you marry a plastic head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, he just tells him how he's just trying to he's trying to uh, to practice, you know, figure out how to do this kissing stuff. He well, goes, you know, maybe in the '90s they wouldn't let you, but we're in 2022. I bet you, oh, if he yeah, wanted to marry could, a plastic, you could head, marry he a plastic could. Head at this point. Yeah, uh, he accuses Bobby of of using this head as a crutch. He said, it's not a crutch. It's just something I've come to rely on that helps me through life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he says, uh, "Make I'll make you a deal. You go to your party, and then you can have the head afterwards if you want it. And he puts it way up in the top cabinet and locks, locks it up. Locks the cabinet. Yeah. But the thing is, I again. I want to know is, what else is in that cabinet. Yeah, I want to know, too. I want to know how, uh, how big of a cabinet it is that it can hold a human head. Well, that's true, too. Yeah, that's pretty big. It's a cabinet big cabinet space. Yeah, that's like, where you, not necessarily. I mean, of course, a whole cabinet could, but not a shelved cabinet. It's where you put your soup pots. Yeah, things like that. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. So the next thing we see is Bobby sneaking around at night. He uh, um, is climbing up on that cabinet because he's trying to get to that head. And you could see Hank just standing in his bedroom. Uh-huh. Well, he knocks. He knocks all the silverware on the ground. Yeah. Wakes up Hank. Hank gets really pissed off. I mean, by the looks of his face, that's the most pissed off I've seen Hank. Yeah. Especially up up until now. Up until right now, yeah, yeah. He's pretty pissed. So he breaks in on Bobby. Bobby's got the head. Uh, Hank just grabs the head, takes it out, and says he's going to end all this and puts it on his table saw. Now we've got Peggy coming in. We've got Luann coming in. Everybody's screaming and moaning. Uh, Luann especially because Hank ends up cutting the damn head in half. Cuts it in half. I actually made uh, – you go to the Instagram. I made a little uh... – a post for that. I, yeah. I, I did a DeWalt commercial <laughs> where where he has the, the table saw and he's yeah. cutting the head in half. That's really great. Uh, but he cuts the, cuts the thing in half. Everybody's screaming and moaning. And it is the weirdest look on Hank's face. He, he smiles, but it's almost this creepy, weird smile that yeah, he has. I just thought really that was weird. really odd. Yeah. I think, he I was think super what it, gratified by it. Well, I think what it was is he was gratified, but then he also realized, oh, shit, what have I done? Yeah, because now, now yeah. in the next scene, uh, he is at Luann's school. Being, he's the dummy, being her head. Yeah, he's the plastic yeah. white female now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and so uh, the 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 teacher is going through, you know, passable, passable. She's grading everybody, and then she's like, uh, first, this is not the head you were issued. Second, just look at the way you shaved against the grain here, here, and here. And she's literally circling. Hank's head spots with a permanent marker, <laughs> which I thought was just fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and then she says these are the worst sideburns I've seen since chair three, which makes you think makes me think you cheated. F. What does that even mean? Uh, like <laughs> I don't even che- know. You you cheated by copying sideburns? You copied some side yeah, worst sideburns I've seen. So that was kind of funny. So she fails her. Fails and her. This is the other part that the is very un Hank. He just goes what a bitch. Yeah, what a bitch. <laughs> like, wow. Okay, Hank, that's not, that doesn't really come out of him normally. If you want but, to hear Hank cuss more, you can check out Hank Trill. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole different thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thing. yeah. Thanks again to Hank Trill for being yeah. part of that interview. Uh, so Hank knows he's really screwed up here, and so he starts talking out loud about how he loves this haircut. It's the best he's ever had. Uh, he's got bumps here and here. He's circling his own head now with the with the marker. Yeah, and then he's t- t- like picking out the flaws in his own head. Yeah. And then she's like, "Well, yeah. I noticed that I layered on the upslopes and tapered on the down." Which I don't know what the hell that I don't means, know what that but, means. Uh, he says, "You know, this is my favorite all my time favorite, favorite haircut." haircut. Yep. 
And then the teacher overhears this. She apologizes to Luann and says she's been unfair. She just got so far from the hair and into the whole power trip of running the academy. She forgot how I'm the most important principle of beautician's art. Repeat, repeat business, business and, and referrals. referrals. That's right. If you please your customer, and then she goes, you pass. You pass. So, uh, yeah, that, that worked out for Luann. Uh, and, again, softer side of Hank here. Mm-hmm. You know, he finally realized what he did. Well, we're at the end. We don't come to the end of the episode. So, usually, that we're wrapping up all yeah. the morality tale. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And so, the next thing we get is uh, we got Bobby. He's calling Lady Bird and telling her she looks so pretty. And then in, com- <laughs> in comes Peggy. And she's still a little shell-shocked. And I think she thought that Bobby was trying to kiss the dog now at this point. Yeah, uh, yeah. And so she tells Bobby, you know, uh, your father told me you were just kissing the head for practice. I know he made it all up just to make me feel better, but that's nice. Uh, the, just the doubt in your own son. No like, kidding, man, right? They can't even give him credit. He's <laughs> that weird, though, that they just assume. That's what's funny about how weird, how, how different Bobby that is, is, that, is, that, is that, that they just assume that he's kissing this thing for some weird intention. I think that's under the surface for both of them. They understand that Bobby is a weird little dude. There's actually a scene where got cut out in syndication that we kind of missed. Oh, yeah? Uh, when Bobby is sneaking towards the kitchen, there's actually a... Uh, Luann's unbuttoning her top. He sees Luann unbuttoning her. Well, he's her top. he's on the outside. I saw this scene. He yeah. he's on the outside looking through the window. And what it reminded me of, and I, I meant to say this at the time, it, it reminded me of that scene in Animal House. Mm-hmm. You ever seen Animal House? Yeah. So where um Bluto gets up on the ladder and he's watching the girls take their tops off. Yeah. You know, it <laughs> yeah. kind of reminded me of that. But the funny thing about this one is Bobby was watching her take curlers out of the mannequin's head. Out of the mannequin's head, Then yeah. she starts taking her top off, and he's like, nah. And he, yeah, he and just he, and he bails away. out. Well, that, that's the funny part about that, though, is that whenever they syndicated it, they pulled that scene out. Oh, did they really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I got a few more. We'll get to the end, and I got a few more that's little so wacky. tidbits. I don't yeah. know why they would. I don't know. I guess he's I guess a it's creeper it's, Well, not, not to be creeper. I guess because of, uh, I mean, they didn't want to imply some incestual kind of stuff. I guess they I took guess. it out for that. Maybe it was... Uh, by the time it got to syndication, the the world was a little bit more politically correct, and maybe they removed it for that reason. I don't know, but I thought it was weird that they removed that that from syndication. Of course, so, we got to see it in wherever we source our TV shows from. I watched it on Hulu. Check out yeah. King of the Hill on Hulu. Hulu. Uh, so uh, Peggy, this is this is this is probably my favorite line from this from this episode. Peggy okay. is reassuring Bobby that he's he's okay. She's gonna love him no matter what even if you have to move to Berlin or whatever. Yeah, to and she goes, I realize I am just as much to blame for your condition as the media and the devil. Yeah, I've been overprotective. You're not a baby anymore. The media yeah. and, and the, the devil. devil. That's right. Uh, but she says, go to your party, just have fun, you know, spread your wings, fly away, little bird. But she can't let go of him. He's trying to go to his party. Yeah, and she's she, like, go, she can't go. And she's all. still hanging on to him, yeah. Uh, and so he, he ends up going to the party, uh, talks about how, uh, he has been, uh, um, he, he's headed to the party and he, he ends up seeing con. She comes riding up on the bike. Uh, and then she talks about how she's been practicing, shows him how she kisses her hand. And he's like, that's brilliant. He didn't even think about it. He didn't <laughs> he even think about my it. Yeah. Hand. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, she says, Hey, do you want to practice? And he's like, you mean kiss? No, just practice. <laughs> So I don't yeah. know what the difference is there, but this is the first time that uh, Bobby and Con Junior kiss. Yeah, this is their this is their first kiss. Yeah, 
And I yeah. think this is the first indicator. Well, they kind of had the when they're chasing the dogs kind of thing. Oh, that's true. That was yeah. kind of a that was a little bit of a romantic, a little thing. bit of a romantic yeah. thing, maybe. Probably not. Probably more innocent than romantic because they just moved in next door and all that. But this is the first, uh, what I would consider them their interest. Yeah. In each other, yeah. even though it's just practicing and they're yeah. still kind of just friends. Well, this best, is the first step into not being friends. The I think. best part is, is they, they close their eyes and try to kiss the first time, knock their heads together and talk, say how stupid this is. But then they try it with their eyes open, they kiss, and then... Uh, <laughs> Do I have any hickeys? Do I have any hickeys? <laughs> yeah, I don't see That's any. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you hear uh, Khan yell, come home for dinner, your prawn's getting cold. <laughs> men. Men. Men, sorry. There you yeah, go. Yeah, see? Men, sorry. See? They're interchangeable. Yeah, they're interchangeable. Uh, and so uh, he's, he he takes off to the party. She tells him good luck. He says thanks. Um, and then we go down. This is, this is the weirdest ending to me, mm-hmm. by the way. We go down to the party, and you can tell that every one of the kids is nervous. All of them are nervous. Right? They're just all nervous. And that's yeah. that's what it really comes down to. It's not just you that's nervous going to this thing. Everybody's nervous. They're I don't all wallflowers. I don't know. If, you know. I don't know if it's a generational thing or not, but we never had any of the. We didn't have par- parties as eleven-year-olds. No, like, it was high school when we were partying, and it was more about alcohol and drugs than it was kissing each other. And then it it's Dale coming down because he's afraid it's too quiet down there. Uh, and then here comes his wife, and they're kind of arguing over the fact that. Um, yeah, you can't leave them alone. You can't leave them alone. There's going to be some hanky panky going on. Uh, it's a, he. T- <laughs> you can kind of hear him in the in the sequence saying it's the sugar. It's that damn sugar they're hopped up on. Yeah, is that sugar what? <laughs> yeah. And then explain this ending to me, because Bobby kind of gets in a little bit of a dreamlike state and like jumps to kiss somebody. Is he trying to kiss Dale's wife? He oh, like I think so. Oh, yeah, he there. does. He does. So uh, one of the trivia deals is it says Bobby lunges for Nancy. Yeah. It parodies uh, death scenes in the style of 80s slasher films. Oh, okay. So that's what All right. that's that what makes that sense, was. I guess. It was just so weird. It, it seemed like there wasn't an ending, really. Yeah, no, it was kind of different. So there's a, a few little fun facts I guess I'll hit real quick. Yeah, so please do. this is the last episode in which Peggy wears white socks with her shoes. Really? Yep. And also, uh, <laughs> somebody's keeping track. It's the last episode where her shirt is gray instead of green. Mm. So her shirt from here on out is a green shirt. So she wears a green shirt all the time. And she doesn't have white socks on. Oh, huh. okay. And then, uh, Peggy Fashion Watch. Yeah, there you go. And then, uh, when Bobby was dropping his stuff at when he was standing at his locker, yeah. he had a Mrs. Doubtfire lunchbox. You know, we didn't take about, we, we didn't talk about that part, how, uh, Bobby gets kind of freaked out because he starts seeing all these girls and the girls get to be like 80 foot tall and stuff. Yeah. Well, and cause that's the thing on him and things. Yeah. Well, that's the thing with biology is girls generally grow a little bit quicker than sure. guys do at that age, 11, 12 years old, you know, yeah. girls, they usually hit their peak height like real quick. And then right. we're still, you know, I remember but, being shoulder height to a, a lot of girls oh, and yeah. then you know as soon as we hit high school you know they're shorter than you are kind of thing and i'm not a very tall guy anyway but so. he has that he has that little bit of a freak out in his head where where the girls become monsters for the most part you know like right there in the in the school uh hallway yeah yeah so uh he he has a mrs F- doubtfire lunchbox is that what you're saying yeah he had a mrs doubtfire lunchbox <laughs> that's wonderful so uh <laughs> the guys that angela created this particular episode we have two guys. Uh, one of them is uh, David Zuckerman. He's a TV producer, mm. but uh, 
he started out actually with uh, NBC doing Fresh Prince of Bel-Air as a writer. Oh, okay. uh, he was a full-time writer for that. Uh, and then he goes on to uh, do King of the Hill. And then being attached to Fox now, when the new series was being developed, Family Guy, mm. he was asked to come be a part of that. And he actually was the original showrunner. He has no single, he has no writing credits whatsoever for Family Guy. At two, he was the showrunner. Yeah. And then he uh, also helped develop uh, American Dad and the uh, American adaptation of Wilfred with mm. Elijah Wood and uh, Jason Gann, I think was his yeah. name, that did the dog. I was not a big fan. No, not a big fan. It was it was definitely uh, different. Elijah Wood is weird. Yeah, he is. He's I'm different. Not, I'm not, He's like a, not a huge fan. I'm not a big, big fan of him uh, outside of Lord of the Rings. And uh, he was Internal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, but he sure. played a super creep in that movie yeah. with uh, Jim Carrey and Kate Winslet. I just don't feel like it's much of a stretch for him to be a super creep. No, I don't either. He was one of those child actors that should have just been a child actor, and that was it. Yeah. Uh, so the next guy, uh, I believe he was the the writer and mm-hmm. had something to do with some of the animation and stuff, okay. was a guy named Jeff Myers, who uh, it says here I he feel started like I've out. I've seen that name a ton of times. You might have. He was a lead animator for uh, Space Jam. Mm. He did some stuff for a TV series in the 90s called Little Dracula. Oh, okay. I don't know if you remember that or not. No. He's done a little bit of Rick and Morty, yeah. uh, The Simpsons, King of the Hill, uh, Disenchantment. The new oh, yeah. Matt Groening. Mm-hmm. So he's uh, in that atmosphere again that we continue to we discover keep and see. These, we keep running across these folks that have worked with both Mike Judge and Matt Groening. I think it, and that, well, Mike Judge, Matt Groening, and uh, mm-hmm. Seth MacFarlane, they all kind of yeah. overlap. And I guess it's because of the Fox atmosphere. If That's you've worked was, at Fox. Because yeah. I imagine a lot of these guys are like like a studio like a studio musician kind of feel like sure. they, they're the studio animator that, you know, if we're inside of Fox studios. Yeah. They're going to be kind of touching everything kind of thing. I think that's what that kind of, yeah, that makes total sense. Kind of leads into on that one. Well, my friend, we have reached the end of season one. That's the end of season one guys. That was episode 12, episode 12, season one, mm-hmm. uh, plastic white female. So the next thing you hear from us will either be, uh, we may start season two, and we or we we have a couple of super secret interviews coming up. Potentially, that, yeah. uh, we we might do one of those. And then I just want to shout out to everybody that supported us for the last, uh, oh, yeah. you know, twelve weeks. I thirteen, guess it would be thirteen weeks. Yeah, because yeah, we, we, we had an interview. We had an interview episode. Mm-hmm. So yeah, or fourteen weeks because we had the uh, we uh, my son was being born. So we mm-hmm. had the that's right. We had one rerun. Re- where we had the rerun where for we we ran the one. first one to try to get some folks into it. Yeah, and y'all are here, so I appreciate everybody again. We're Absolutely. at like crazy amount of downloads for, for yeah. What we've we been expected, doing great. So been doing great, and so, I just can't thank you guys enough for yeah. listening. So uh, yeah, you can check us out on most social media. B W A A A. K-O-T-H, Bois K-O-T-H. That's at Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. We appreciate y'all. Thank you so much. We uh, we also have something special coming next time uh, where we we have a, a code for people to use uh, for certain products. Oh, yes. So we next have, time we'll... We have we'll, a couple of advertisers, we'll have advertisers that have come on. And, and I think, uh, you, I think you, you guys will appreciate it. It'll be comical. Yeah. We're going to try to make it our own. So so check us out on social media, and then you can always check us out at roguemedianetwork.com. And uh, I guess we'll see you next time. We matanye. We matanye, indeed. Ah. Uh.
This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. Thank you.